0: Welcome to the USU Career Studio podcast that helps you navigate your career path. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tell your friends and family all about it. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to get access to our newest content. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I'm excited to welcome alumna and product graphic designer Morgan Curtis to the show. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you so much. So excited to have you. So, this month, Morgan, we are really focusing in on the Kane College of Arts, and we're specifically looking at career paths and how those degrees might help us um, as we are moving towards those careers. So, I'd love to start our conversation today, Morgan, by having you take us back in time a little bit and talk to us about one, your USU experience. Um, But then also how you ended up in your current position with HydroJug. So uh, let's start with your USU experience.
1: Yeah, I started my USU experience back in 2014. I was an undeclared major. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I decided after a semester of taking generals, I I wasn't making progress with what I wanted to do. So I took the career in life planning class whoop whoop (laughs) yep (laughs) and funny enough all of the um, personality tests and the quizzes that you take in that class like nothing led me to graphic design Um, it was just a lot of variety of different things um, but nothing just nothing sounded good nothing sounded right to me Um, I always grew up doing artsy stuff I've always been interested in it That's kind of been my pastime and how I de-stress and relax and Um, answering all those personality questions and just always intrigued by all the art related questions Um, I kind of realized that I needed to do something art related and I knew Utah State had a really great graphic design program and so that one I was that one I thought had the best career opportunities out of the art majors and so that's what led me to graphic design.
0: Super interesting. So a couple of things that I love, um, you know, it's interesting. So, Our career classes have have evolved since then. But it is interesting. I I hear from some students, you know, they take those assessments and and different pieces and they say, you know, this wasn't the most helpful thing. And it's interesting because we there's definitely mixed feedback. And so I really appreciate your honest perspective and saying, you know, this that career assessment didn't necessarily help. But what I do love is you said, you know what, I'm just gonna start testing some things out. And so you, you know, you looked at the majors and you kind of hopped in. And I think, you know, oftentimes it's a combination of the two. Um, sometimes one more than the other, but I love that you took different avenues to kind of find uh, this place that was really working for you. So that's super interesting. I love that. Um, yeah. I would love to hear a little bit more. So I think sometimes uh, lots of art students who want to make money often think of graphic design. It's something we kind of hear about, you know, maybe in the media and, and whatnot. I'm curious though, you know, what does the typical day of a graphic designer actually look like? Yeah. You,
1: uh, I get to work at nine, a nine to five job is what most of these jobs have been for me so far, which is great. I love the nine to five.
0: Sleeping <laughs> yeah, sleep in a little bit.
1: The office. Yeah. sleeping a little bit. I hit the gym before I go into work. So yes. I'm still sleeping a little bit, <laughs> um, hit the gym, go to work and then have a meeting, uh, once a week with my team to brief on projects and figure out what our priorities are for that week. Um, I, as a graphic designer, you're, you're a doer more than a, a leader a little bit. You're kind of creating, you're creating the content, you're doing the work. And so you're not in a lot of meetings. So only in a couple meetings a day, maybe. And then the rest is just spent trend researching and forecasting and working on different projects that I have.
0: Super interesting. Yeah. And that's interesting. You bring up the point that a lot of it is it's independent work, which makes total sense. Um, what is the, the client side? So are, do you work specifically with the clients or are you designing for the company who kind of does like the client outreach?
1: Yeah, I work for a company and so we create a product. And so I help design the prints that go on that product. And so our client is just our customer and it, it kind of, ebbs and flows with what they want and what I can produce for them. But mostly I have a lot of say in what gets created for the company, which is really cool.
0: A lot of creative license, which is not always the case. So yeah, that's super interesting. 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 Okay. Another question that I have, I'd really curious, you know, what is your favorite part of the day? When do you lose track of time? When are you having the most fun?
1: Uh, Once I kind of dive into a direction on a pattern that I'm working on, I can just iterate and iterate different options from there. And I, all of a sudden, like three hours has passed and it's like lunchtime and (laughs) um, that's when it gets really fun is when I just lose track of time and I
0: am just enjoying the work a lot. I love that. What would you say on the flip side? What would you say is maybe the least fun part of the job or not as much fun? Yeah.
1: it's really hard when you spend all those hours working on something and you present it. And for the most part, um, when I present it to the people that have decision-making in the company um, for the most part, like things are on track and they like it, but it's when they nitpick like really small details and they're like, just make that text a little bigger or like just change this color just a little bit. I'm like, it's not really going to affect like the overall sale of this product <laughs>
0: Yeah. So taking that feedback. Uh huh. Yeah. Taking the feedback
1: and just helping keep anyone that's not a creative, like the big picture, um, like is that little detail, like going to lose sales or is it not? So
0: Interesting. Yes, that makes total sense. And it kind of leads me to my next question. And you hit on this a little bit, but I'm curious, you know, if you were talking to a current Aggie, maybe they're a sophomore or junior, kind of starting to feel out some internships and, you know, what advice would you give to them about skill sets they should really take time to invest in?
1: Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different skills. I think just really understanding the Adobe software is the biggest thing that will be helpful. Um, just having patience with working with non-creatives, that's a, a skill set you don't learn a ton in school. They tell you about how difficult it is, but they don't prep you on how difficult it is.
0: Oh man, so what advice do you have there?
1: <laughs> yeah, just have patience and sometimes you sacrifice what you want because that's just what makes the project finish and go on and other times you fight hard for what you feel is like really good design so just learning when to draw the line and how to hard to draw it
0: yeah yep yep such good advice um so that makes me think so I was thinking about Adobe because that seems like an obvious skill and you know the different programs within it I'm curious so in the world of technology I feel like we constantly are hearing technology is changing it's upgrading and we certainly see that within you know those specific programs like they'll have the updates every year or whatever but I'm yeah. curious you know are there other technologies that you see advancing that maybe aren't required in this field but would be like especially helpful to have kind of as an add on
1: Yeah anything motion graphic design related is huge right now um just a couple months ago I was applying for a new job and I got beat out um, to the to the applicant that got the job because I didn't have any motion graphic design skills and the job didn't even require motion skills but because that candidate had those skill sets he was hired um, over me so
0: I think that's a really big one is taking the time to learn that and just diversify the skill sets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense and that's super interesting. Okay, good, good. I'm loving this. Um, another question that I have is about options. So again, I think a lot of students think, okay, graphic design, that means I'll be a graphic designer. And I'm curious, you know, you've been in industry for a couple of years now. you know, what other occupations or jobs have you seen that are maybe on the same vein as graphic design but are actually a slightly different job? Is there anything that comes to mind there?
1: Yeah, there's a few. Um, there's there's a graphic designer, which I feel like most people imagine just working at at a studio and designing brands for agencies. And um, I think brand design is what most people would think of when they think of graphic designer. But if you work in house for a company, you can have a be a print designer or a web designer where you only work on the website or you can be just a marketing designer where you're always making social ads and emails and there's a product designer where you work just as a pro just work with product and helping choose colors for product and designing helping the product team a little bit with some things there so there there's a ton of different options once you like have a label as a graphic designer I feel like um, you can even just be a straight-up product designer I know graphic designers that have just moved right into product design. So,
0: yes, I love that you're opening up the windows and saying, well, actually, there's lots of different kinds of graphic designers. That's such a great yeah. point. And again, I'm thinking about students. So, if I am a student and I'm thinking all of those kind of sound interesting. You know, where do you think it's best to start kind of figuring out, you know, where is my niche? Is that through internships? Is that through like volunteer experience? How did that look for you?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say first off, never want to volunteer as a graphic designer. Like you have a very valuable skill set and you should never give that away for free. So, the professors at Utah State will drill this into you that you should never work for free. So, avoid all those non paid internships as much as possible. But definitely, internships are a great opportunity to kind of get a taste of different types of graphic design. And if you want to work with consumer products or tech products, or there's just so many different types of graphic design. And I feel like um, finding a job within your hobbies as well um, will also keep like, make you interested in what you're doing day to day. I'm very involved in like the fitness lifestyle. And so HydroJug has been a really great fit for me um, because it is a fitness company. And so it aligns with a lot of my personal, personal tastes and likes. And so I feel like we're a really good fit right now.
0: Yeah. Niche within a niche. That's such a good point. So you have your, your skill set as a graphic designer, but then you also have the industry in which you want to graphic design in. So that's yeah. like another layer to uh, explore. Such a great point. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm curious as we kind of, uh, come to a close here. I'm really curious, you know, looking back on your first few years of college, um, as you think about, you know, your time as a student, maybe some of the the experiences that you had, is there anything that you would change about that experience or advice that you would give to your uh, college self?
1: Yeah. I The biggest thing I regret is not interviewing at more places. So Starting my senior spring semester, I was just getting ready for graduation, finishing up senior portfolio, and I already had a job offer. And so I was not even bothered about looking at other places because that was just an added stress that I didn't need at the time. And so, but I wish I interviewed at more places so that I could better understand, like interview questions and how those conversations are and also gauging salaries. Um, I didn't know what my salary was going to be after graduation with the company I was working at, but I knew they were going to do treat me well. Um, but I'm sure I could have done better with them had I known what other companies were going to offer. And so I wish I had more interview experience.
0: Yeah. Those are, those are two really great points. I love yeah this idea of um, maybe even starting sooner and trying to do more just to see what's out there. And like you said, talking about you know niche and trying to figure out what specific area. Um, the more, more applications you send out, the more experience you'll get. So I love that. Um, and then also that idea of, of preparation, I think, is huge. Um, it's really common for us as students uh, to really focus in on um, the resume and the cover letter. Those are pretty, I would say, simple things that are really easy to prepare for, right? We, we can take time, we can have them reviewed. Um, interviewing is a little bit different in that uh, it's a little bit more uncomfortable uh, and questions, you know, you don't have control over what questions get asked in an interview. Um, so I think that's a great point. You know, whether it's with your career coach, which which students have available to them for free, but also um, people within the industry. I think it's smart to do some mock interviewing if you have some connections. I think having uh, having practice there and even with friends and family, I think can be beneficial. So I love both of those tips. I think those are are great pieces to consider. Um, Morgan, as we close out this conversation, if you had one piece of magical advice to give to our Aggies who are considering, um, you know, either a degree in the Keene College of Arts or looking at some potential career outcomes, what advice would you give to them? Just have confidence in
1: yourself. Um, You know, go out and do whatever you want to do and have the confidence that you're going to get that job or you're going to be a successful blank in whatever you decide to do, because having the confidence is going to show in interviews and people want to hire confident people. And so I think that's the biggest thing I've learned the last few years is just having confidence and that I'm qualified to do the job that they're needing me to do and confident that I can do a good job. So I think that's really important for everyone to remember.
0: I love that. And I so appreciate it. Um, You know, it's interesting Uh, Not too long ago, I was looking at some recent statistics around um, gender and and interviewing. And typically women are less likely to apply for a job um, than a man, regardless of the qualifications, which I think is super interesting. But to your point, um, having the confidence and even if you don't check every single box on the qualifications list, um, you can still apply, right? (laughs) Right. Oh, and they sure. can say no. And again, to your point about getting experience, you learn, you learn, you know, because I didn't have the skill, I didn't get the interview or I didn't get the job. And so I think uh, taking action is really key in that process. Um, so really, really appreciate those thoughts. Well, Morgan, again, thank you so much for your time and insights. Um, you may have some students reaching out with lots of questions about the art field now. So I ap- I apologize in advance. <laughs>
1: No, I'm happy to answer anything they have.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. We hope you loved this episode of the USU Career Studio Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends and family.